In today's Mishnah, from the third and fourth Mishnah, from the eleventh parak of Sechta Ketubot, Mishnah begins: Machra Ketubata. Let's just say she sold the ikar, the base value of the Ketuba, meaning property in order to collect it. However, there is slightly more. There's what's called Tosefta Ketubata that she still need to collect, or Miktzata, or simply she sold land in order to, to collect her Ketuba, but it didn't equal the value of Ketuba yet, or Mishkana Ketubata or Miktzata, or she gave her Ketuba over as a mashkan collateral partially. Or, or she gave over her ketubah to another individual or partially as a gift. In that situation, she wouldn't be able to sell any more land in order to collect it, to fund it, unless she comes in front of Beitin. Now, why is that? Because if you remember yesterday, the opinion of Rabbi Shimon. And that is, Rabbi Shimon said yesterday that an almana, a widow, doesn't have to front to Beitin as long as she's selling land in order for Mizanot to support herself. However, in this situation, because partially selling ketubah or doing one of the other things were relisted, she would no longer be able to eat mezonot, meaning her food would not be funded by the estate. Therefore, in that situation, now since she's just simply purely collecting ketubah, she'd have to come in front of Beitin. As we've said, that in previously the Chachamim said, even for ketubah she'd be able to sell not in front of Beitin, therefore she'd be able to sell multiple blocks of land, if you like, until it equaled the value of a ketubah, even not in front of Beitin. And similarly, or mocheret, and likewise, she's able to sell other property in the estate in order to support herself, shalom the Beitin, without having to front to Beitin. That is, until she's collected her ketubah. And the important point here, which is, leads to the next point in the Mishnah, is despite the fact she's partially collected some of the ketubah, she can still sell other property in order to support herself meaning the two things can run in parallel. However, it's important, it says, She would have to write in the Shtar Mechira, meaning the contract of sale, that I have sold this land in order to support myself for food. And that's an Eitzatova, as the Gemara explained, it's a good idea to do so, so the Oyoshim can't say, well, you sold all this property, you've collected your Kutubah, see you later. Mishnah continue, that comes to Agrusha, meaning a woman who's divorced, either from Erusin or Nesuin, she would only be able to sell any land if she came in front of Beitin. She wouldn't be able to do without coming in front of Beitin. And that is because yesterday we said it was real leniency she would be able to sell any of this land without having going to Beitin. But we said that was because because we assume that the husband, or the late husband, would want to afford her the extra rights to avoid her being disgraced in front of Beitin. That would not necessarily be the case when it comes to a grusha, to a divorcee. Let's now learn Mishnah Dalit. We have a Almanah widow who sold some land. So Ketubah was worth 200. She got a, a block of land from the estate. It was only worth 100 and she sold it for 200. She did a good job. Or she sold a block of land that was worth 200 for 100. And she says in both the situations, that's it. She's received a Ketubah, there's no more selling any land. Now, despite the fact in the first case it was only worth 100 and sold it for 200, yes, she did a good job. However, the fact that she profited meaning sold land for more than it was worth, that profit goes to the Atomim, meaning the orphans or the heirs of the Yorishim, and therefore she, it will be considered as if she collected the full 200. Similarly, if she sold it for 200, a land worth 200 for only 100, since she did a bad deal, and it was worth 200, we consider as if she's actually received her Ketubah. What's interesting here, this is only if the Yatomim don't object, meaning the Yatomim, the orphans, could say, one second, how can you have done such a bad deal? The sale is rejected. It's effectively a case of fraud. Now, we have to be careful here because fraud doesn't apply to land. However, what we mean here is they can say, you were effectively our agents in selling land to find your ketubah. You didn't act responsibly in, in that regard. And therefore, when Mavat of the Shlichus, the agency, 
and therefore the sale is done and void. We're dealing with a situation where the Roshim don't really care. At the end of the day, a bit of land worth 200 would have to be sold for her ketubah, and she sold it, so fine. They could say, great, you, you lost out for yourself, but it won't be on our account. See you later. Let's continue. Haitak What if her ketubah was worth, say, 100? And then she sold uh, some property that was worth 101 for 100. The sale is null and void because she didn't have any right to sell property that was worth more than her ketubah. Says Afilu he or merit, even if she says, I'll pay back that one dinar, that small amount of money that was beyond the amount that I should have sold, nonetheless the sale is null and void, Mihra Batel. The Bishimon says no. For one dinar it wouldn't be null and void. It's only long Meaning, it's only null and void if the amount that she took too much extra was of a significant amount. A block of land. So, for example, if it was a field, then Batisha Kabim. It was Tisha Kabim, which is 3,750 square amot. That's the shear, the measure of a stand of a field. And if it was a gina, meaning a garden patch that she sold, if she sold too much more, but that too much more was Bat Chatzika, which is 208 and a third square ama, or according to Rabbi Yakiva, a Bat Rova, which is half of that, then that would be a situation where the sale is null and void. Any less than that would be fine. What happens if Aktu was worth 400? And she sold different blocks of land. The first was Shelmane. And she's selling 100, 100, then 100. And she's got 100 left of Aktuba to collect. And the last one, she sold. And she sold a bit too much. That was 100, worth 101. And she sold it for 100. In that situation, we already know the last one is null and void, but does it affect the sales prior to that? No, Mishnah says, Shel Akron, only the last sale is null and void, like the first opinion like we saw in our Mishnah previously. However, Shukulam, all the sales prior to that, which was within her license to actually sell, Shukulam, they would be valid. Mishran Kayam, the Mishnah today.